Yeah, back baby. Yeah. To life, back, back to, to reality. reality. <laughs> <laughs> I remixed that song once. Really? Who does that? Uh, I forget the name of them. It's hard for that. That's like my my hardest thing to remember is like who did one off. Like uh, it was definitely a one off. Yeah, like in the nineties. Good shit. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Good, good hook. Look at us. The old gang's back together. Back what together again. When was the last time? Dude, I haven't seen you for many, many years. A couple of years? Yeah. Is that right? Probably the Ween show. No, we saw each other no. after that. I know that. No, after that. Dude. But actually, no, wait. Because uh, the Ween show led immediately to the quarantine. Yeah. And but I we saw see. each other one time, I think, hmm. after that at Cass's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You came by. Yep, yeah. Yeah, that was That's fun. the last. What okay, was that? Cool. Like a year and a half ago or something yeah, like that? Year yeah. And a half ago. Yeah, summer 2021. Well, it feels too long. It feels too long. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Time's it, fine. Well, we're better when we're together. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's a good situation. Uh, like me and Joey talk about it all the time like as we've become closer friends, we hold each other accountable and like just in terms of like creativity, training, like fucking not getting in too bad of habits. No, no. I mean, yeah. together you guys are like on the zip train harder than I. What do you want me to say? We're editing a thing. <laughs> yeah, we're editing. Honestly, this we was call like them a, zips. Yeah. Oh, not God. Zen because we don't want to use their real no. brand name. Strike that actually from the record. But it, but it might actually be a bad trick we played on ourselves by giving them a cool name. You know what I mean? Like, that's I mean, it's definitely a bad. Oh, yeah. you each have a little container. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. talking about. I can only handle <laughs> these are three little milligrams. packets. Yeah. You put in. What are those? Yeah. Same thing. There's right. more power. Honestly, again, like I've talked about it, agnosium, but I feel like they're they're like the safest way. If you're gonna use nicotine, for me, it's like the safest way. I it's don't wanna, better than smoking. Yeah, I don't want to vape. Oh, yeah. This is just nicotine salt, so it's not actually have any tobacco products in it. So it's not like considered carcinogenic but i mean you don't know but that's what when you say. told me you were like you felt like your gums were getting fucked up i quit cold turkey but like then that day. no i would that's I when like, i was like no all right way. i gotta stop and then i went to the dentist he's like oh no you're fine and he's like he's like the reaction from it takes like years and years and years like oh I, great I so even, you're just you're you down the, the line you you're have gonna have <laughs> i didn't tip my dentist off about that i do these and they were complimenting my gums oh ah. and then they fucking show me somebody they show pull up a picture of somebody with like they're like oh this person has receding gum line and it was the most fucked up terrifying fucking thing yeah. i've ever seen i'm like oh okay i don't have that well problem. we're not on the zip train for a long time no it's just a fun time yeah yeah exactly and, you know we're editing a film this is a nice fox <laughs> it is Super a nice cute. fox yeah. <laughs> yeah i smoked cigarettes and then i stopped and then i started again and then i'm like eh. i don't i can't really smoke tobacco for too long yeah it does get to a point where i'm like and usually it's around when it's like winter time mm -hmm. and i'm like because i don't smoke and i would never smoke like tobacco products in the house yeah, yeah. Um, maybe blunts but yeah, like it's different not like pure cigarettes or anything and so like there's a certain point where i'm like going outside because mm. i want to smoke a cigarette and it's not really enjoyable and i'm like this is yeah. cold this sucks i'm like why am i doing this yeah. and then that usually tells me no i was I, telling joey that you never even fucked with nicotine until like the past couple years like quarantine yeah. like was when you got hooked on nicotine right or did you fuck with it earlier in i your smoked life? when i was 25 to 27 oh. and then i smoked again like four years ago and then quit for a year or two and then started smoking when i go to turkey everyone mm. smokes in turkey it's like a cultural thing and yeah. so like it doesn't starts, feel unhealthy when you're doing it in Europe. For I know. It, really it doesn't, doesn't because this, although the packaging is so much I worse. I know. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, 
destroyed lungs and cut open gums and shit on the packaging. It's like, really fucked up. It's gruesome. And it doesn't deter people at all. No. If you go on to smoke a cigarette, it's not like the picture. No. It's just going to make you feel slightly bad that no. you're looking at yeah. this subconsciously. But. but I guess that's the, that's the idea. Subconsciously, you're going to associate with that. But that's also, they've shown, like, I, Chris Ryan was talking about this study where, like, in Spain, they have, like, the highest wine consumption, alcohol and cigarette consumption, essentially. And they don't have any more i think they may even have less cases of like cancer and stuff like that just by by the product of how they treat the drug also they're not overworked and underslept that's true too you know, that's, that's probably a big, a big siesta. factor yeah yes yes they value the sleep mm-hmm. over there and it probably helps their everything system everything compounds you know like we didn't have um skin cancer as much until we started introducing sugar to our diet yeah. you know it's like there's, I mean, there's stuff where the sun might be getting stronger. We don't have as much protection, but there's also like all these unhealthy mm-hmm. habits lead to dire consequences. Oh, sure. Yeah. We're finding out. Oh, okay. What do you do? Oh, yeah. What do you? What do you do? You quit cold turkey. You quit cold turkey. <laughs> I've done it with various things yeah. in my life. I think the only thing that I would say, like, my relationship has probably be been more unhealthy over time. Although it's not like. That it's probably like sixty forty is food. Mm. I could never. There are aspects of food that I could never even think about, like ceasing. Like I yeah. just enjoy certain aspects, and it fluctuates. Sometimes it's like you know a savory thing or like something spicy or whatever. But like that, I really enjoy food as a whole other drug. And like because it does have all of those properties and you know carbohydrates and sugars naturally like fruit fruit's fucking amazing oh fruit's yeah. great so this is our next demon to conquer me and joe yeah. were i don't just know. saying last night saying, we were like we're out of control like we get stoned and just eat everything, everything. from like 10 that's p.m what on. Yeah. that's you what know? i do yeah. too it's yeah. so bad it's so bad it's so unhealthy <laughs> but, but then, the thing is it's okay. like at the time it just feels so good it really does like i truly you have no enjoy choice it. you really in that moment Man. have no choice no literally you saw me be like i'm done i'm full as fuck that's very berry cheerios very berry cheerios oh. with some kakashi fucking <laughs> cinnamon kakashi. Oat autumn, autumn kakashi fucking, yeah fucking no the, the, the way you do it is you have to like we train our body <laughs> after dinner to have like something sweet so it's like this yeah. response that so you have yeah. to go like three nights without doing something sweet I, after dinner and i don't crave sweets i don't really crave food that much unless i'm stoned once yeah, i get stoned that's it's like, my problem I, too i won't eat the whole day yeah i'll smoke and i'll be like it's time <laughs> oh, it's time to, to munch yeah. and then i eat like four thousand calories and i'm like i probably didn't need that yeah <laughs> really yeah that, that does happen I didn't really do that it much. is a thing i try to appreciate those times because i also do appreciate when you're like in like optimal health mode like mm-hmm. that also feels good it's oh, not yeah. that it it doesn't like i don't enjoy that either it's just you know sometimes mm. you just get high supposedly get optimal health is the biggest meal being breakfast Really? That sucks. That's my least favorite supposedly meal. It's, it's not, not fun. It's like supposedly it's not. I heard. I heard it's like you're supposed to. Well, if you have your breakfast at like one p.m. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that's good. That's good because I'll go in the morning. I'll like. I mean, I have coffee, but and that probably helps a little bit. But I'm not really hungry until like one, two, three. Totally. Yeah. Down there. Yeah. But then yeah, the weed comes later in the day. Then the gorging, and then the obviously. <laughs> Got to keep it under job. control. So, no. Cass just said to me after our last podcast, we recorded for a half hour and we were like, oh shit, we weren't rolling. And she's like, that's good. We should do that every time because the first 15 minutes of every one of our podcasts is us talking about our addictions. Yeah. <laughs> it literally was. We were it like, is. oh, I'm having a little black tea today. All right, let's start now. <laughs> no, I, th- I think it's, it it's good. Yeah, I think it's good to be honest. Like, uh, 
like Joe Rogan calling out this Liver King guy. Oh my! You God. know what I mean? What do you think about like the Liver King? So f- I I never heard of him till I was really? in, I was in Abu Dhabi and our driver over there was like, "Oh, you guys are from American? You must love Liver King." I was like, "Never heard of this guy." I saw him and I was like, "He's just da- jacked up on steroids." And apparently yeah. he was saying he wasn't. He was yeah. saying which that. I only found out. After he apologized for doing steroids, yeah, I'm like, wait, you were saying you weren't on steroids? <laughs> you have ab reaction. implants. Like this <laughs> yeah. guy's. He like, what the fuck are we talking about? We watched the apology video last night. I watched Pitiful, it. Pitiful. We didn't watch all of it because he it's did a waste it because young men are killing themselves. Yeah. Oh, it's so he had wait, because they don't steroids. have abs or what? No, because like <laughs> they were killing themselves, so he had to scam people for something. They were killing yeah. themselves. Yeah. No, the, this the is what he. That was what he was saying in his apology. The boys out there. Well, you can see him go from like. Okay, he's trying to apologize to straight like, ego Messiah. takes over. You yeah, can see it in his eyes like the ego takes over, he's, and he's like, "I'm doing this up. for other people. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, people are killing themselves." I didn't like, expect to be this famous. I just, you know, threw off my clothes and did steroids and shaved my little buttocks and put it mm. on, you know, Instagram. Here's the thing. <laughs> Keep in mind, he's also on fifteen thousand dollars a month of steroids, so he's roided the fifteen thousand. Yeah, a month. Damn. That what? Was he's probably paying for saying. the. Exp- he's probably paying for a super. That's probably for insurance. Expensive. I mean, no, 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 rich. no. He <laughs> broke. They the emails broke down all of what he was supplement his, pro, his. Oh, it was just so much that it was. I hope he's making more than that. I yes. Guess. Oh no, he made uh, like hundred million bucks yeah. or something. Like oh, okay. he's grifting people, selling them. The reason it's important though is because and women struggle with this from Instagram filters yeah. and beauty standards or whatever. Men are starting to get that way with health standards. And holding a guy like this up and saying, this is what you can do naturally if you just eat fucking liver is terrible for fucking oh, young yeah. men out there who are like trying to look up to somebody yeah. or whatever. And they, I, He'll be just as popular. As I hate part. to say yeah, it. Yeah, he'll be fine. You were mentioning a little bit on Boys Club yesterday, like as much as girls have it and although it is a little gay, but it's like men do too. They have this unrealistic stereotype of a fucking, first of all, it's always a top heavy guy. It's always like a fucking It's a big, mesomorph. Yeah, it's a mesomorph, top heavy uh, fucking. What's mesomorph? It's like the different body body types. We're ectomorphs, Ecto, meso, Not mesomorph, endo, and like uh, yeah, it's it's a whole discussion. But it's it. I'll show you a picture. It'll all make sense. Really, we're classic and ectomorphs. But oh, yeah. regardless, you it's, just yeah. want to. This sounds like fucking people. transformers. It sounds no, like true. we made it up as no, we're I saying know. it. I'm like, this sounds ridiculous. It's true. It's so become part of our vernacular. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we see someone, we're like, oh, there's an ectomorph. Ecto, like we see someone that's jacked. Yeah. We're like, whoa, that's he a trains. Meso. That's, that's a mesomorph. Yeah. And like, yeah. I'm not going to meso with that more. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, long, long story short, essentially it's like, yo, we have such an unrealistic body type. And again, there are, I mean, this kind of bleeds into that discussion. There's three different body types, ecto, meso, and endo. It's basically your body fat percentage and how fast you put on muscle or, or fat as well. So like endo will put on fat really easily and muscle really easily. Mm. Ecto can't really put on muscle or fat very easily, but they're good for certain things like fucking and uh i'm, and, uh, I'm endo i'm yeah. endo and then mesomorph is like that's like a classic swimmer's like good build strong frame but low body fat kind of thing and no one's like one thing it's all in between but yeah. long story short essentially you look at all these guys and then i know i've been afflicted by it like being younger i was like oh i'm a skinny piece of shit that's like yeah yeah you know whatever and it's like you just see all these stereo or uh, archetypes of what a man looks like and it's like that's, that's not generally why are you smiling so hard <laughs> that's not generally what a man looks no she like. likes it you're doing good she's yeah, proud of you yeah, when you're doing thank, good yeah. like that was really coherent <laughs> yeah sacred but yeah anyways long story short yeah it's uh, it's true. I had something to say, but I got you guys are all perfect just the way you are. Thank you. And yeah. Thank you. And 
I don't know. I feel like, yeah, now it's just, this is about equality. You guys should be as insecure as we are. So. Well, well, have you ever You have to be like dragged down yeah. to a level. <laughs> I understand that. Like, the female tendency to drag down to totally. the level of suffering. We'll humble your asses. I've had women try to humble me because, like, I'm, I'm proud of, like, staying in shape yeah. at this age at this yeah. point. But I've had yeah, people totally. come up to me and be like, you're so thin. You should, like, I'm like, homegirl. Do you want me to comment about your body right yeah. now? Do you want me to say the thing that's on the tip of my tongue about your body right now? It would ruin your life. Like, just yeah. assume you're doing that to yeah. me, too. Like, yeah. I don't carry it with me, but it's just no, like, yo, why are you fucking coming out of the gate first second you see me before we even hug being like, you're too thin. Like, yeah. Because they're saying, like, are you sick? Yeah. You know, or no, something no, like what that. What they're saying is I'm too fat. I All I do is I see the world through that lens. Exactly. And that's I'm, the you're revelation. making me self-conscious. That's the revelation. Yeah. Yeah. That's the truth of what it is. It's they're looking through the lens of just the physical, which as anyone who has lived life knows that, at least for me, I'm not only attracted to one specific body type yeah. in the opposite sex. Yeah. Mm. So I don't think it would be true that only yeah. people are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's just, too. it doesn't add That's up really completely. True. Like I found people who I'm attracted to who I never thought I would be attracted to. It's not really like a body type I would like even think about or the type of person. And then you're like, find yourself attracted to them. You're like, yeah. oh shit. True. All right. It's That's like, a thing. What, what is it? It's confidence, sense of humor. Yeah, there's a lot of other factors. Exactly. Playfulness. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was talking about, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Spontaneity I'm is a big boy. one. Yeah, yeah sense of humor obviously is like a, a huge one. Huge. It's really and different hard. people have different values. Exactly. Like some people do value looks above all, and they end up with like really annoying, boring people. Yeah, that's the danger. Yeah, is yeah. that if you're just going on looks only? Also, there's so many people. They're not mutually exclusive. That's like the whole thing. Like it's not yeah. like there's. I saw. I did see. I've seen before that I, when I say I read something, I'm going to cop to actually yeah, seeing it on TikTok it, yeah, this time. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw it on TikTok where they were doing the math based on the census of single men versus single women and how there were more women, but it was like pretty close. Mm -hmm. And then they were going through, it was kind of a fucked up video because it was like taking women who were like, I want someone who's over six foot and makes over six yeah. figures. And they were like doing the math on it. They're like, listen, there's 4%. Of all eligible men who are doing that, that's not a realistic percentage Whoa. of what you're like thinking yeah. in your head. The point was like kind of try to get behind that. It's like a super official way of thinking, but like, you know, that's not how people should be approaching. Uh, yeah, I think like, that people have completely unrealistic standards. These girls who are like, I want only a guy Joey's height. Yeah. I'm like, do you know how tall Joey is? He's really yeah. tall. <laughs> you see my dick. Yeah. Huge. You can't handle. You it. are really tall. No, I, at a I remember at the show that you can see <laughs> Joe. Yeah. I was yeah. a tall guy born in a medium guy's body. <laughs> With a medium guy's oh, confidence. Medium guy's confidence. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is the thing, though. Really tall. All of my very tall friends, while being noticeable and like popular, usually they did have like a self-confidence thing because it is you're literally at like a different experience than most people which is yeah and i don't think i realized it until like it is a thing until we were friends yeah well, like you're tall yeah you know that yeah you should start even, acting like it but even <laughs> <laughs> you should start acting like even in high school though like i think the reason why i was able to get away with almost all the shit i was able to get away with is because i was tall like nobody really fucks with the tall guy as much and so like yeah. i could get away saying more shit or doing more of this so mm. like it kind of does base who you are and your personality, but I don't think of like, like Seabass opened my eyes to it once. Cause he's like, Oh, you know, you always walk in, you're the tallest guy in the room. He's like, I walk in and I'm like, Oh, well, is that guy a little tall? Oh my God. See that how guy. He, he sees the world through because it's, that's it, his biggest thing. He's self-conscious about uh, And it's like, that's most people too. It's like, and I just, luckily I don't have, I have many other insecurities, but like for me, I guess I walk in and I'm like, Oh, I'm not really worried about 
who's taller or shorter. Well, I think it's like interesting psychology because then it's the guys who are shorter who always end up making the best music or having the best bands. You know what I mean? I think you could look at that like they're like, oh, I'm maybe compensating a little bit. Jamie Foxx is 5'7". Yeah. Yeah. I just found that out. Is that true? Yeah, Yeah. man. I'm not fucking with you. Jennifer Coolidge is 5'11". Really? Who's yeah. that? She's oh. the one in the White Lotus. Oh, yeah, the... yeah, yeah. Okay. She's 5'11". Bruno Mars is 5'5". Five five. Yeah. I believe that. He's a tiny little guy. I believe that. Yeah, of course. He, I mean, Prince was probably around that height. He was probably smaller. Prince is tiny. He was very, Prince might be the most talented fucking person to ever try music. And he and I think you know it helped him that he was five foot two short king. Yeah. Oh, he was five foot two. He was really short, like miniature Joe Rogan type of people. Joe Rogan's really short, right? Yeah, five five. You know that is very short. That's an existence. I'm five nine ish, like around there, give or take the measurement. And I don't think about height. No, I'm, I'm right at a that point. At the, right I'm at, the at a point, point where, where I'm like, all right, this person's taller than me. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. If you're shorter than me, you're yeah. pretty short. Yeah. Like, there's like, you know, like I, that's my level of like reading, and it doesn't really affect anything. You accept yeah. it. You're not like close enough or too far away from anything, so you're like getting uptight about it. Well, all my tall friends, I had like four friends Joey's height growing up, and they were all self conscious about it for yeah, various reasons. Yeah, yeah. It's reasons. like a One real thing. One of them thing. was becoming a hunchback from trying to hear. Yeah, us. Oh, I know yeah, lots yeah. of tall people like, who are. Yeah. He lives down. his life trying in a diminutive state to yeah. try to be more down in the conversation, totally. and it was like developing problems from. I it. sometimes do that because I, I mean, naturally you do that, especially if you're interested. Like even just body language, if you're interested in something, you'll get closer to it. And for me, it's down and forward. For most people, it's like just forward or up and forward, and it's like I naturally kind of will do that. I like had to stop myself because I'm like, oh, I gotta. Have you ever been to Asia? Yeah, you'd be a hit. I'm over going there. to Japan next. Oh, next cool! Year. Japan's yeah, cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Kill it there. Yeah, that's a, like a giant. I'm just gonna move there. I think God. I don't you know the big problem much. with it because I I romanticize going to Japan. Like there ain't no weed or any good time. You're not I catching a buzz saw, besides booze. Yeah, I just yeah. read that there was a. There's a story of Snoop Dogg going to Korea. Oh, by the way, caveat this. When jo- anytime Noah says he read something, he means he saw on TikTok. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's vernacular. Literally 100%. There's, my only way I consume media is that. Um, a Snoop Dogg was in Korea and like tried to get Bud. And like the guy who was like, you know, plugged in, got him as much as there was, and he like blew through it in like a, a couple hours. It was like nothing. Like a He's couple like, ounces. you smoked all of the four bud grams. in South yeah. Korea. <laughs> There's four so grams. We only have four grams stash here. <laughs> he went. He went on social media and told people he would do features and clear them like completely. So you, it's like a full thing you own if people brought weed to him in Korea. Whoa, that's how much he was. I bet you that worked out for him pretty quick. But other than that, yeah, it's you can't smoke weed. But I feel like you could probably. Get My friend edibles. Cody lived in Japan for two years, and he found it. An- like one time, someone was trying to sell him some dab pens, and then this other time, he actually did get high. He was on like a Japanese bike ride, and he like smelt some weed from some kids, like some teenager kids, and he kind of like went up, like, "Hey, you mind mm. if I take a little?" So hand? it is yeah. there. Yeah, it is there. You just gotta. Again, you gotta. I think we'd be able to find weed a lot easier than. Can you bring there. edibles though? Like edibles are good to go pretty we much. We brought anywhere. edibles to Abu yeah. Dhabi. Yeah. Exactly. Death penalty if they yeah. catch you. Death penalty. <laughs> <laughs> they kill you on site. <laughs> They'll shoot you. We were like, it's, it's worth true. it because otherwise we can't sleep. So. Yeah, and if true. we can't sleep, it's not worth living. No, no it's no, not. No. That's baller. You guys have this. And I'm sure people do it. Drugs go into Abu Dhabi. Yeah, it's of just course. don't be flagrant about it, possibly, yeah. and don't traffic. We like. Yeah. 
bought a new Pelican case because ours has stickers. We bought new water bottles. All of our, st- yeah, we, like we have water bottles that had no stick. We we all of our clothes. We replaced our clothes. Nothing had logos. That's why I have this blank hat. Uh, Everything we, we don't destonified ourselves. Destonified. Nice. Yeah, we nice. didn't look like stoners over there. Nice. That's smart. We probably still did. Yeah. Your hair kind of gives it. Yeah. Away. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, there's lots of different European types with different looks. So yeah. you never know. It's not yeah. like you're hippies smoking. Yeah, I'm just say I'm a gay man living in America. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, I'm not gay. I'm a heathen. No, but I read Please. some really scary stories before going over there of like them, you know, someone got, you know, a bladder infection and went to the hospital, peed, they tested it for weed. They got in prison there for smoking weed in California before they flew over. Like crazy uh, stuff. They've I don't believe cha- it. They've yeah. since changed their laws and they kind of are saying like we're not worried about it because they want to appeal to tourists. I could see them. You'd be like, I ate an edible in California before I, I didn't have anything. They're like, no. 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 You yeah. are put to death. That's yeah, I mean, it's right pretty much. Death. Yeah. Right to death. <laughs> right to <laughs> death. Right to death. You're going. We're going to take luck. you to the top, of the top of the Dubai Tower and throw you off. <sighs> that shit is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need a death penalty for smoking weed. That's no. for sure. That's not a society. I'm sure you can get in Japan. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you can. Like it can't be that. Yeah, hard. yeah. They, their culture seems like there's some weed. Going Random on question: there. Is there a place that you would uh, that you would want to go like foreign that you haven't been to yet? That I haven't been to anywhere in Europe. I've never been to Europe. I've flown oh, over what? it a million times. You're gonna now. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Anywhere, Italy, mm-hmm. like. Spain, like lots of places there. That that's the one place I haven't been to that I really would want to go to at some point. India, but I hear it's like a very intense experience, yeah, yeah. and Smells, like it's not like a vacation so much. Everything. So like you got to be prepared for that. Um, <laughs> those would be pretty. Those would be dope. easy layovers on your way to Turkey. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. the COVID was really crazy because you couldn't fly into Europe, and you could fly directly to Turkey. So those mm. were the only flights that I was taking then. And normally you can connect in like one of those airports, like, you know, London or Germany or somewhere. So like, yeah, I definitely want to connect because it's like, it also breaks up the trip. It's a long fucking flight. Mm. Um, but yeah, the world is cool. I, I want to go to actually the next place I really want to go to. I've been to a bunch of times is Jamaica. Jamaica's oh, fucking I, amazing. I haven't been there we yet. were just talking about yeah. trying to figure 100% out. 100% going go back, back to, this is yeah. the forefront of my mind. We know like, the best house. We know. Yeah. Where, the in what part? Negril. Oh, cool. I don't think I've really been to Negril yet. I was in Montego Bay and like the other side of the island it too. It's awesome. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. You don't, I mean, I don't know how family friendly. Like, I got to get family friendly most likely. Yeah. I, I can't, it's hard for me to imagine. That would probably be a resort. Probably. Yeah, you probably can't go on my vacations. No, you get a villa. You get a villa oh, and a cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a villa and a cook. Yeah. yeah. That's what you do. A villa and a cook, yeah. That's literally what you yeah. do. You don't have to worry about the meals. You pick out the groceries. It's expensive. Make sure he doesn't tell his friends that you're there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I've stayed there before in that type of situation when I went when I was younger, when I was like 15. I just remember them bringing me like a stalk of weed. Oh, and I was wow. like, holy shit, I've never seen this the weed in this form. I've seen it like in little yeah. buds. It was literally like a branch. Like he went somewhere and was like, Kong, give me a hundred bucks for this. I was like, all right. No one wants to tell the locals that like our weed is way better. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they, we, I got down there and they're they like, found wait out. till you fucking smoke our weed. And I'm like, okay. This is all right. This is I, all right. I, I put a local guy down the last time I went because uh, I made brownies or banana bread or something. It was banana bread or brownies. I don't remember. And the guy was like, you know, can I try a piece? And I was like, listen, man, like I put a lot 
a weed in this. It's really strong. He's like, nah, man, I can handle it. So he takes it, and we didn't see him for two days. Like, oh Yo, God. what happened to him? He was the son. He was like a driver of like the woman who was our cook, and he's like, he's been in bed for two days. <laughs> it it really move. feels like the only drug that, that does that to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where you can lose an entire day. Yeah. I saw Denise lose it two days fully. She like made up stories about what happened in a coffee shop to get a bagel. We went in and she's like, oh yeah, I went up and got coffee. I'm like, no, you didn't. You literally sat in the corner with sunglasses on Whoa. the entire time and didn't move. Like You did nothing. In, you in were her head. In her head. She was, yeah. had the whole experience of doing I'm like, that did not happen Holy, at what? all. An edible? I was when I got back from LA uh, and yeah. I had these 100 milligram sativa oh, day caps. Ooh. Oh, what you gave her a hundred milligrams? No, I didn't oh, give her a oh. hundred milligrams. We like, pierced it. We yeah. pierced it. And I mean, these things were like pretty small. And I put it on like some, I don't remember, something. And I was like, listen, this is like really, really strong. Like I'm popping these in LA yeah, and like yeah. having the time of my <laughs> life. Like this is not like, this is like a drug. Yeah. And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. And it was not fine. She totally just like freaked and was like, I can't feel my legs was and then was basically blacked out but awake and doing stuff for like a day and a half she was like not in her body yeah you just leave you just go wow. bye bye you just dissociate it's the strong the highest i've ever been has been that's what i was gonna say same yeah the most fucked up like incapacitated i can't do anything like just like scared to go outside. Like I don't. You're know. You're still if I can in your body. Publix. That's the thing. You are. Yeah. Somehow, even though as far out as you go, you're still attached. Because I was thinking of the DMT and the ketamine and all that stuff at once. That's the <laughs> highest I've ever been out of my body. Yeah. Yeah. But in my body, where it's getting equal levels of crazy, but you're still like tethered to it. That's definitely the highest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. I've your been really high on RSO, the Rick Simpson oil, which yeah. our friend came in and was like, this is CBD. So I did a lot of it thinking it was yeah. CBD. <laughs> and yeah, I went to the moon, but anytime that happens to me now, I'm always like, this shit cures cancer. Like I just need to embrace it, to embrace it yeah. acclimate, understand yeah, yeah, yeah. even if I'm going through hell, that's what I need to go through in order to arrive in this reality where I don't have some tumor that I don't have. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I'm mm. just like, it's healing. It's hard, but it's healing. I have to tell myself all st- different sorts of stories. Oh man. A friend was far. just telling us a great story. Like he's, he used to be a Mormon and, uh, you know, he's into everything now. He smokes weed every day, but he's like, I have a friend that's just now like on his rumspringa of oh, Mormonism. Yeah. Like, Oh, I, tr- I just tried drinking for the first time last week. I just tried coffee. That's cool. And he's like, I want to try an edible. And he's in New York City for the first My time. My guy. Whoa. Don't and they have a 50 milligram one. thing, and he cuts it in half, and the guy just takes 25 milligrams. And then they, they, That's go, a lot. they go out, and uh, the guy- They has, go out? They go out like to bars and stuff, and he does no. two shots, and, he, and the edible starts hitting no. him. And he was just- Done. Completely incapacitated, laying down on the streets. Yeah. And they're begging him to get up and trying to get him to get up. And he no. wouldn't get up. He wouldn't do anything. Like no They way. had to beg him. They had to physically move him. They're like, we just got to go into this apartment. And you can lay on the floor in there. And like, he just was comatose, unresponsive. And the next day he was telling them, like, I remember you guys doing that. I convinced myself that like all I had to do was just ignore everything that was going on and this would stop. Oh my you know, God. he was so fucked up that he was wrong. just like, ignore reality I mean, and this would get wrong, better. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, dude, you're laying on the streets of New York City right now. Yeah. Like, yo, get your fucking shit together. Who 
decided it would be a good idea to take edibles and drink and go out when you haven't done anything in your whole Especially life. Especially 25 milligrams. Start with five. It no, was he was five. trying to cut a smaller piece for him, but he's like, no, no, yeah, I can handle he's it. Like, he's I like, but this is really strong. And he's just, you know, <sighs> you got to learn. Yeah. Fuck. Man. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, it's yeah. rumspringer. When yeah. you're at the beginning of your journey with this stuff, it's like, you want to prevent people or help them or whatever. But if it's something like weed, it's like, all right, do your, have Get your humbled. overdosed yeah. on edible story. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. we all have them. Yeah. No, literally. <laughs> you can't walk at a certain point if you take too much edibles, though. I did find yeah. that out. It happened you to me this summer. You literally cannot I, yeah. walk. Like, you I cannot can't get from stick. point A to fucking yeah. point A, point one. Yeah. I yeah. can't get, I, I can't do it. I yeah. cannot do it. Yeah. Physically, your motor skills are not. Yeah. I remember trying to go to the bathroom, the highest I've ever been on on edibles, and I, uh, I couldn't do it. I couldn't pee either. I yeah. completely, hundred percent, could not pee. I was like, "There's no way this connection is being made." Yeah. On the release level, it was so crazy. It was just fractals of colors and like voices and shapes and movements and like you're you're not sleeping, but you're not awake. But you have seemingly very little control of what you're experiencing, and it's just like, wow. Yeah. That's definitely the highest. I mean, that's what we're here to do, I feel like, especially now that we created these AIs to, like, take over literally everything, including creativity. We can fucking spend more time just, like, kind of being fucked up and exploring other realms, being out of our minds, you know what I mean? We need AI to start making new drugs. The AI is wild. It probably just could. Just tell it to make new drugs. Yeah. It'll do it. Yeah. Just type in That's... all the drug compounds that we already have. That we know are like, safe. That we yeah. know are safe no, and just be like, what else would work? And it could probably <laughs> do that, right, Noah? You've got to be, why couldn't it? I, I, you're asking me like I'm a AI specialist. <laughs> You've taught me everything I know about AI. Right well, before we got well, on here, you blew my mind. You just took mutilated lips by Ween and put it in some program that that's... separated out all the instruments. Ooh, yeah, crazy. that's new. That's brand new. That wasn't that's around. That's insane, man. It Wait, really are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was nuts. That's yeah. really fun, though. It's it really is cool. really fun. It's really cool. It's so new. Cool. It wasn't around when I... And then I can write you new lyrics for the song. Well, the lyrics for the song, yeah, if you took out the vocals and then asked it to write a song in the style of Ween and gave it parameters like for how it's supposed to be in any way or even not, it'll just write this thing we you did it with yeah. the gay boy we made a gay love poem yeah. a gay boy love poem that's what yeah. happens when we leave you two alone yeah yeah he's like gay, married a poem about gay boy it was beautiful it was, really it was good. a really good poem like there was some moments i where come I was in like, the room and they're both crying and i'm like what just happened <laughs> <laughs> like, it was legitimately good though it was, it was like hilarious. a well-crafted and then he made a pineapple pop song and there was a chorus and a, and bridge. a bridge there was a bridge <laughs> versus chorus it bridge. broke it down and it made some great great lyrics it's but i at the end of the day, again, like, I guess art falls under some parameters of, like, putting your own fingerprint on it, at least. Yeah. And when you do it through the AI, yes, the AI is an instrument, but maybe it's just, like, my backwards analog view of looking at it. But it's, like, it doesn't seem as real, even though it creates beautiful lyrics and all these things. It's, it's that uncanny valley thing. Yeah. You know? Like something's off. Yeah, but maybe not. Maybe if you gave it to somebody, they couldn't tell the difference. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Also, you can tell, like we were reading this thing, you can tell which lines and like paragraphs and verses are better than the others. So yeah. like you can use those either as a springboard oh, or cut and paste. Yeah. Like that's where it is. Like, do you know how many times there have been musicians like trying to like come up with lyrics and they just have no idea how to do it or what's fitting? And you just be like, can you write lyrics about this <sighs> theme and this yeah. thing in this way? And that's probably going to like lead to other stuff. Um, it is getting pretty fucking gnarly. But well, as long as the end product 
feels and makes you feel stuff. Yeah. Well, like we have a friend that got a gig as a writer, like for like some mundane yeah. bullshit. Yeah. She just is... uses AI. She doesn't. That's even what do I was the gonna job. say. This is this what? is like that now. Yeah. What does she write? I can't remember. It's like uh, it's like press <laughs> yeah. releases for yeah. Fucking this is what, those people shit. don't need jobs anymore. Copywriting like this shit. Yeah. Is, College essays like, are out the window. Yeah. Like you can't trust that. Like this is what I'm hearing. It'll yeah. be like ha- draw a marketing proposal for like a mid-range auto repair shop in yeah. the Hudson Valley, and it'll like. Damn. We well, had like those websites where you could pay someone five dollars to do your homework or like, Fiverr, but that's yeah. you're well, relying no, on a person. Then, like you, there was like little apps or, or Craigslist at the very least. You could be like But that's like you gotta you this gotta is do a machine. It. Yeah, Dude, this is instant. It. This is just like here. I know. If you were a kid, remember we had to write essays and shit? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Write an essay on whatever it is. They're not all the pretty horses. Anymore. Yeah. Done. They're not gonna And do then that I saw anymore, a narc yeah. teacher on TikTok basically being like you can't do any work at home anymore. They have to be there grading it. They've ruined it. It's like, shut up. Actually, that's, that's good, actually, though. Yeah, good. Keep it, keep we don't need there. as much homework as they, they overdo. No. We're anti-homework. We're anti-homework. Uh-huh. They've shown studies all... that it's not helpful. Homework is not helpful. Like, if you really do your job at the school, you don't have to go home and redo You just school keep sucks. coming back. It's and like, worse. Yeah. I have kids in school now. School. Oh, yeah. School's no boy now. Yeah. Do you get in big fights with the teachers or anything? No, we send them to a Waldorf school, so it's just like, it's just like, you know, it's different, and it's very different than the curriculum at a public school, and it's just like, I don't know. The whole educational system seems kind of fucked up in this country, and I'm trying to figure out how to do it best with also being realistic about... You don't want to homeschool your kids. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't want to homeschool my kids. I also think it is important they have like social interactions and things like that. But also, like, I don't know what's most important right now for a child to be learning. But I'm pretty sure it's not the same shit we've been learning for the past no. 40, 50 years. Not that like you should know how to read. You should know how to write. Right, you should yeah. know like basic math. math. Yeah. Like. There's shit. Like, That's really it. Logical reasoning, you know, an understanding. <laughs> critical like, thinking. Critical thinking, it. which those, they don't teach. Yeah, those four things, and you've actually got a pretty functional human, but they fucking cram in shitty Spanish. You should learn Spanish. <laughs> shitty Spanish? No, you should learn That's sp- not my beefest one. I just mean you Joey's should, you like sh- very right wing. No, 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 no. They, no, I comedian. no. Hold on, you should. Da- <laughs> that is amazing. No, you, <laughs> I'm just. What I was thinking of this is, if you're gonna teach another language, you should definitely teach another language. If you're gonna teach it, don't teach like conjugated verbs for like we had a class. It was experimental. It was called conversational Spanish. It was like yeah. new in our curriculum. That's a good yeah. idea. And we learned we learned vocab words every class, and then at the end of the week, you use all the vocab words in a test or in sentences, and that. That's what I mean by shitty Spanish. She's like Mrs. Salazar was a terrible teacher. She didn't know how to fucking. I like that this boils down to your beef with Mrs. Salazar. <laughs> you brought her up before. Really you yeah. heard her, it's her true. before. It's true. No, but uh, no, she wasn't that bad. She had a cool butt, but she. Uh, she had a cool butt. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? No. You gotta uh, extract some pleasure out of the foreign language yeah. class. But no. Long story short, yeah, they just don't know how to teach any of these things. Well, I, I think as a parent, what you can do to combat the whole fucking thing is if, and I think you're gonna naturally do this, is just impart on them to love learning. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, when yeah. I associated learning with school, I didn't want to learn anything else. Exactly. But I'm, I love learning things. Exactly. And everything's available to them. Shit that we, we couldn't even fucking fathom when we were kids. Everything's available and yeah. at their fingertips, you know? Yeah. I know. So if they love learning, they're going to discover something they like eventually. And they're going to, they have the Library of Alexandria in their hand. Yeah. You know, they're going to figure it out. Not yet, though. I'm at the age where they don't have full un adulterated access to the internet yeah, which is good i just recently Smart. banned youtube because Smart. youtube was getting real gnarly yeah. like what do you mean coco melon no they never they wouldn't watch coco melon that's good because good. they're good they're sign. older than that but still though they i eli pretty much had like unfettered access to youtube mm-hmm. and you know yeah. Oh, oh so because... the very podcast starts popping up. <laughs> well, luckily, like, he was basically taking over the whole thing. I watched so little on – I used the MindPod Network profile for that, so I don't, like, cloud his shit oh, so good. he's not, like, watching. Um, but he basically got into, like, this weird realm of, like, streamers in the corner – like playing a game, but like doing like over animated reactions to things. Like, whoa! And I'm like, you like, I call them crazy guys. I'm like, you can't watch the crazy guys yeah. because yeah. like this isn't how people are. I don't yeah. want you to yeah. think yeah. that this is like the actions of how you emulate being an adult or an older kid or yeah. like whatever it is. Yeah. So I just recently was like, all right, there's other type of entertainment for kids. I yeah. can't imagine this stuff is like, you know adding some value to his life right now but when he's older yeah i mean he's probably gonna be able to go to like most stuff and yeah. like it's pretty wild out there i don't know it's pretty cool i would have loved this this type of access to the world when i was oh, a yeah. young kid yeah. I mean, it didn't happen until i was like a teenager mm. a little before like the internet so yeah i don't know but the education system just seems real weird man i don't even know like I don't know what I learned at school. I went to, like, legitimately, I think it was a top 10 county in the country for public schools. The, the Chevy Chase, Bethesda, Maryland, oh, yeah. BCC is where I went, Bethesda, Chevy Chase, which is, like, all, it's, like, literally, like, it's great. It's fine. It was fine. Like, I learned oh, yeah. what I needed to do to get through it. I bullshitted my <coughs> way through it. I, you know, forged my attendance the last year at Kinko's nice. to <laughs> fucking show that we had been at school, which we hadn't. Like, you know, I don't use most of that shit I learned there ever, really. I didn't learn to read there. I didn't learn to really do math there. I stopped caring about math after, like, algebra. That yeah. was, like, when I was just, yeah. like, I'm done. And, you know, I just don't know, like, that was such a large part of my life back then. And I just wonder what else kids could be learning or exploring at that age yeah. that makes me question the educational component of it, but like also kids do probably need to be somewhere during the days. Like, so yeah. you need to figure out like what their attention is guided towards. I just wish it wasn't like, uh, just a funnel towards like, you know, selling your labor. Like, Hey, how, uh, how are you going to sell your labor in the world? We're going to teach you all the ways to be a, a good docile worker. And, you know, from a young age, start asking you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, like, just, like, all this fucking weird, heavy shit that has to do with, like, 
just some adult shit that really has nothing to do with it. And, and, and what happens when schools are struggling with their budgets, which I don't know how they are. They cut art programs. They cut the stuff, the, the, <laughs> the way out, the escape routes from the capitalist grind. They, yeah. they don't want you to even know about it. Oh, we're, we, ha- we don't have money. We got to cut uh, fucking all the art programs, music, all yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the ways out. It's sports now, basically. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. Is, is an outlet for some people, too. But like you were yeah, saying, physically gifted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> play sports well. Mesomorphs. But uh, yeah, mesomorphs <laughs> for, for sure. No, like you were saying though, is like it's not only that school kind of like uh, taints your love of learning or doesn't really label it correctly. It kind of it happened for me, and it happens for a lot of kids. It turns you off to learning in a way. Yeah. And you you define it in your head as like something completely different. Like even right now, I'm learning something new, and it's uh, like stand up comedy. I'm learning it, and it's. It's something that I'm enjoying doing, but I never, like you just said, you're like, I love learning. I'm like, oh shit, I never really say that. Like, I don't know if I fully believe that. I think school fucking scarred me for a lot of reasons. Oh, yeah. I think it did to a lot of people. Uh, trauma school. Yeah, trauma school. School it's, of the trauma arts. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Arts. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to go to like a trade school or a business school oh, for yeah. college because I was like, I don't want to take another science class or yeah. whatever it was. Luckily, I found a school that was like had really interesting programs and classes and stuff like that. But yeah, I get it. I get it. It's well. When did you know you? uh, When did you come up with an idea for what you wanted to do with your life? Was that in college? Yeah. No, my mom was like, "You have to go to a liberal arts school, and we'll try to find that one that's really interesting." And then you were like, "I want to make documentaries." Yeah. Hmm. I saw one. I was like, "That was cool. I'll do that." That's good. Yeah. So but that's wholesome. I really like the Montessori. I don't really know it that well, but the idea of like Montessori, which is like Denise's yeah. sister runs a Montessori in Turkey, like yeah. the only one. Okay, well, mm-hmm. allowing the child to figure out what they're interested in and then follow the rabbit hole down. And yeah. pretty much every job, career, if it's art or music or whatever, requires math. Like the more physics you understand, the more math you understand, the better you can do your job. So it's like if you you learn that too, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a delayed that the Waldorf school we send them to is similar but i think less academically focused at this age like he's six first grade um than montessori it seems to be more montessori seems really cool now if you read the montessori book maria montessori or whatever her name was that's some loud shit in there it's like these people then rudolf schneider too the waldorf guy he's talking about buddhas on mars like that guy is totally totally out there so Um, these were like attempts at cults that just turned into a school (laughs) they really like (laughs) rudolf schneider was he will be one of the weirdest people you can read his thoughts and ideas out there in western kind of mysticism but he also founded biodynamic farming Mm. like which is like rotating and like making you know healthy crops and has the waldorf schools and you know the the thing with schools are at the end of the day it is kind of just the people who are running them and Mm -hmm. the people who are in charge of like making that work that's luck, and man. Yeah. That's it's luck. that's why yeah. Joey's talking about shitty Spanish. It has to do with Mister Mrs. Santa. Miss Salazar. Yeah, Please. and you have maybe <laughs> a better opportunity to do that on some points if you have a like private school like a Waldorf or a Montessori because like someone's in charge of like figuring yeah. out that vision rather than like a big bureaucracy doing it. But it's tough business. I think it's mm. not easy, and I think you really have to have like a very strong vision. And I like that's why I say like, I don't know. Like, I, I wish I had exactly what I wanted my kids to be learning and focusing on. Ultimately, I just want them to be doing stuff that they're interested in and also for them to be, like, a functional person, like, yeah. in the world. Like, if someone's like, can you read that sign and tell me yeah. what's going on? Yeah. Like, they can do that. So, I don't know. It's tough because I don't I, I don't feel like my kids would have to go to school if it wasn't – like, if there was no such thing as school. 
mm-hmm. and everyone was just kind of naturally responsible for learning stuff or figuring out how to learn stuff, which is now possible. Maybe in 20 years ago it wasn't because the internet wasn't as prevalent or 30, 40 years ago. But now like you, there's an app I have that we found that we give to the kids that is like they like learning. They're learning yeah. shit. I'm seeing him count by twos. I'm seeing him do stuff yeah. and he's enjoying it. So like there's ways to like fill in the blanks for like how to do <clears> stuff. Um, and I feel like, you know, if you're interested in robots or coding or whatever, you have the opportunity to figure that out as you progress through like what you're interested in. Certain things. Everything's now paywalled though. Like I feel like the internet used to be able to get scientific articles and now everything is behind a paywall. Yeah. But I mean, it's a paywall. School's still like. School is a paywall. Yeah. You're paying taxes for your school wherever you live. Yeah. Trust me, move. When you move up here, you fucking see how much oh, the yeah. school taxes yeah. are. It's like, what are you... Like, what the fuck? What? They're great school. They're good yeah. schools. That's why I'm happy. Like, even if we had to put these kids in public school in Red Oak, it's, like, great. But still, like, you're paying for it. Yeah. Like, you... None of this shit is free. I just want it to be effective and useful for my kids because I don't want to feel like I'm just sending them somewhere because that's what we do and, yeah. like, that's what's available and, like... You know, I'm probably not going to homeschool them, but I, I don't know. It's tough. It's a, a tough kind of. Uh, you know what ultimately gives me hope when I think about it? Because like my education was dog shit and I didn't do well at it until like, you know, I had a moment of awakening where yeah. I was like, oh, I want to do this for myself. I genuinely am yeah. interested in history. I want to learn this. I want to yeah. read this yeah. book. And what what gives me hope for the future is like those uh, the the vehicles for awakening are everywhere. Whereas sure. back in the day, like someone someone's older brother would have to slip you a Ramones record yeah, yeah. or fucking some weird movie on VHS. That's true. You can or, just find it. It's everywhere. Like I, it just we're, we're becoming more awakened because we're more connected. So I I don't worry about the kids. Like they're smarter than we were. Your yeah. kids are They're already smarter than we were smarter at their than age. We were. Yeah. I don't know how that's sure. possible, but it is. But because 5.8 billion people watch Coco Melon, their most popular uh, yeah, video. So it's like it is. You do have access to information, but only certain access to certain <laughs> things because they really curate it for you and your whoever is watching to get addicted to whatever it is. Yeah. Coco Melon is probably not that. It's like I, I don't think it's very good for the kids. I've seen. You've seen it. Yeah, I've, I've seen, seen it. it. My niece watches it. My I never bro- heard about it till the car ride over here, and Joey's uh, like, try to guess how how many hits their most popular video was, and oh, I was like yeah. half a billion, and that to me I was like that's no, it's way, gonna be way more, less. Way more. Five point eight billion. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, no, I've never even like, heard of this. The reason I was actually just talking about this with niece because Austin's like eighteen months old and he's just starting to like enjoy like a screen. There's yeah. a screen he wants to watch it, and so. There's one called Baby Einstein, which uh, is better than Coco Melon because at least it's like yeah. real animals yeah. and like there's like stuff going on. However, the real issue they think, I take it with a grain of salt ultimately, is the rapidity of the cuts. That's what we were just talking about. Between yeah. the scenes is like so quick and frequent that it is shortening attention span for exactly. a child that is These not necessarily the best way to be doing it. More interactive things seem to be good. The double-edged sword with the iPad is the app that we use is um, you need to be connected to the internet. And I don't know if you've ever – like Denise actually got like an EMF reader, like a how much oh EMF it's re- oh God. releasing. Yeah, you're... If you turn on airplane mode for your phone or your laptop, it goes to like a totally acceptable range. But every other time you're not on airplane mode, it's like – Yeah. So I can't like, even think about that. It'll we, make yeah, me we, like yeah. sick. Yeah. I mean, I put on airplane mode. I don't I go to sleep, really but I just like can't worry about it too much. But it is a thing, and I think for kids, they're much more sensitive to that. But 
you know, the interactivity of this stuff is what's important, which is why I think school can be effective. But, you know, we'll see how how they progress and, and go through things. I know EY right now is having like a transitional issue going from a place where he's played and had unrestricted like playtime and like doing fun stuff like making muffins, making bread, yeah, yeah. making soup to like going into first grade and be like, you got to learn how to do this shit. And yeah. he's like, uh, I'm going to run outside now because yeah. I don't want to do this. And on some yeah. level, I'm like, Yo, I've, I actually really understand where you're coming from. But I have some news for you that school my I'm not saying this is right, but my experience of it is you have to figure out a way to be somewhat interested in what you're learning to do the things that you're being asked to do. And yeah. I was you my, get to take Ritalin or whatever. Yeah, well, and I which I had to take Dexedrin when I was older. I was yeah. much older when I started having problems at school. I had authority authority problems and like discipline problems in like middle school and older. But he's basically like, as far as I can tell, more than capable of learning, doing anything. I think he doesn't really enjoy the collective group setting which with his friends of like learning stuff that the teacher is saying, "Hey, we need to learn now." And it's like I'm I'm watching like this like we're going to get him evaluated to see what's going on, but like I kind of understand like he's either not matured to the point where he realizes that this is a game he needs to play to kind of like get through the yeah. thing. Or like, you know, is this even an effective way of teaching kids like at this point? Like, that's I don't... what needs to be questioned. Yeah. Because but what I, he's going is... to a private school already. It's also like that's the whole thing. Like, I know. But instead of questioning like what is this education based on, we start to pathologize the kids. And I, I heard Gabber Mate talk about this. And it might be obvious, but it blew my mind. And he's like, ADD is a fight or flight response. What do yeah. you do normally if something's making you very uncomfortable? You leave the room. When you're a kid, you can't fucking do yeah. that in school. So people develop other ways of leaving the room without physically like leaving the room. Or yeah, you dissociate, yeah. or and and it fragments your your uh, attention, and then we pathologize that and get you on medicine that will just make yeah. you behave for yeah. this system. So we're, we're making this. We're we're not change. We're never going to change anything no, yeah. if we keep medicating ourselves out of the yeah, issues, the symptoms. Medication is off the table, but I will say there seems to be a prevalent industry of like evaluations and diagnoses and like. Everyone on TikTok is <laughs> autistic. Everyone's autistic yeah, on TikTok. I know. Yeah. Everyone's autistic. Fully. My sister's autistic. It's cool. According to, but not I'm just cool. like, here's the thing. Yeah, it's a lot not, of people to me, are saying, like, "Hey, I just got diagnosed." So, yeah, I'm like, and I'm like, here's the thing. <laughs> That's <well."> cool. <laughs> My props. Like respect. I have it's so like much a badge. respect some for people, you. Some people care. Like I'm autistic. I'm like. Right. I'm like, I think I know, like I've met <laughs> autistic people or like, and I know that's like classifying and I know we go into like murky ground and waters there. Like when we're talking about like how people identify in the spectrum and things yeah. like that. But at least we find out when you have a kid, there is a checklist, a diagnostic checklist of symptoms that lead to potentially looking at if someone's on the spectrum or might have autism. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. You have to meet some yeah. of those things yeah, yeah. and to meet them. And like, there are people who like definitely are not. Yeah. Like, you can't make eye contact. Like, there doesn't be all of them, but it yeah, has to yeah. be some yeah, of it's them. Like eye contact is uncomfortable. Some people avoid it just because that's how they were raised. Maybe could have been a trauma, a traumatic yeah. experience with the, a, a parent figure. It could be anything. But the thing is, is like. There is an industry that's ready to diagnose and exactly. label and stigmatize potentially. Medicate. And not to say it doesn't exist because that's what it does. people, people want to say. They're like, oh, no, it's all the industry. It's, just, it's like, no, these are real diagnosable conditions. Like ADHD is you look at the brain. It's different than a normal person's brain. But that doesn't 
exactly mean that it's a deficit. You know, it, it starts to, to cloud the plight of the people that genuinely struggle with that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like how we start casually being like, oh, I'm OCD and yeah, this and that. Yeah. It's like it starts to really just mess up, uh, you know, what the, what people really struggle with that go yeah. through. Same thing with ADD. Same thing with, um, I don't even want to get into this territory, oh, but like, you know, like some trans stuff, you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You hear people like they dip their toe in that water and they're like, whoa, what? Yeah. The, no, like actually I fucked up. I was, yeah. I got convinced by some fucking Tumblr posts and yeah. shit that I was something that I really wasn't. And I didn't find out till I started taking massive doses of hormones. Yeah. Well, that's you know. Yeah. There's people. I'll send you a story that will fucking, ugh, oh, it'll fucking scare the shit out Dude, of you. There's man. somebody who went back and then went back again. They really? Were, yeah, yeah, and they were like, "Damn, that's I a thought I wanted to be a girl, and then I really realized Did that's not right. Dick? I need to. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You gotta hope they. But just the like dick. they were like, oh, I started to feel like they got hormones, so they got hairier and all this stuff, and then they, she was like, I realized that I didn't want to be a dude, and then yeah. whichever one was, I don't remember. But then switch right back. See, I, I respect what anyone wants yeah, to do, course, and I, I what anyone wants to identify as. But I, I, th- I think it's sad when we start trying to like self pathologize and be like, "Oh, I'm OCD. Like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little Aspergers or this." Or it's like, yo, chill power. out. There's people that actually are that. Like, yeah. like, why are you trying to like yeah. hang your hat on that? Yeah. People want to be seen and they want to be accepted for who they are. And I think what's kind of cool about this movement in all departments is like this radical acceptance that we're seeing. I agree. Love it. I agree. Um, and I think it. we're actually headed towards like, I wouldn't, I don't, wouldn't say a post gender society, but like we're deconstructing gender right now because it got so distorted and yeah. hopefully there can be like a true appreciation of like the feminine and masculine that happens. And, uh, like, a, I just want to see like, a acceptance. I, I think Marilyn said this and it kind of stuck, struck me as like, Women taking testosterone, I mean, we're in a very masculine-dominated universe. Mm-hmm. You m- Women might benefit from taking testosterone because they might feel more aligned with what society wants for them. Yeah, totally. Rather than changing society, we're changing ourselves to fit into society. I'm not saying that's everyone's jam, but I'm saying it was an interesting way of looking at it. Definitely. Yeah. I work at a vegan restaurant and like I kind of that's part of the there's a lot of wokeness at this like new vegan restaurant in St. Pete, Florida. So, of course, it's going to be quite woke, but I love it. Like I, I really do. I just came from like this Mexican restaurant that was like just not not the vibe. And I go here and like the radical acceptance of it all is kind of enticing. You're like, this is oh, I could just do literally whatever I want and I'll be accepted. That's cool. And not that I'm even like, it doesn't mean that I try to push the boundary, like be the most different and be the, it's like, oh, I could just kind of be myself and that's fine, whatever it is, you know? Well, what I, what I appreciate about these folks in general, it, uh, from what you've told me is I think their radical acceptance goes the extra length that a lot of people don't, which is you misgendered somebody. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. were just, they were like, yeah, they, were, they just oh, told yeah. you and then it was just like, cool. Oh, moving yeah, on. The, it wasn't the, like, the guy. hey, oh, you're the oppressor. Exactly. Like it didn't turn into that. How did you yeah. misgender someone? I just, there's a dishwasher and uh, they they look like a, definitely look like a girl. And I was like, all right, you know, me and her have this inside joke. And she's like, oh, no, no. Or she's like, I'm a dude. And he's like, yeah, it's a, it's a he. And I was like, oh, okay. It's just, it's like yeah. honest mistake. It's not like trying yeah. to ostracize you. But he looked like, like a girl. He looked like a girl. Yeah. And was like more of a butch was transition girl. A butch girl. I mean, female I don't think to male. I think they're female to it, male. It, it, he wasn't transition. At first, I was like kind of uncomfortable <laughs> with about it because <laughs> <Hey, it>, man. 
And now I just try to call everyone there. They, there. I can't do, I that. do that. I'm like, fuck it. Well, no, if I'm gonna, I, like, I'll just do it. To, sure, but I would just call at that point. I'm calling you by name or just alluding to your general direction yeah. without using a pronoun. There's yeah. enough people now that are like <laughs> they, them people that I'm like, y'all are. Be- everyone's becoming a they, them now to me because I'm not fucking around in this but territory. You, you shouldn't say y'all because that. Uh, oh, sorry. That's, that's like a southern, southern thing you're yeah, identifying. You could, that's dominator <laughs> culture. I, 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 I'm culturally I, appropriating yeah. the south. Well, I've been doing it for years now. <laughs> yeah. So I was suggested I can't up. come up to the table <laughs> though, and I can't go up to a table and say like, "Hey, how are you guys doing?" So what do you, you say? How y'all doing? I say, how are you motherfuckers doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, how are you mo- no, I'm just, no, I'm just like, yeah. hey, I always say guys. you guys. I say I'm friends. Like, it's cool. But I also say you guys anyway because I'm like, it's really just the intent. And I know it's probably general rule of thumb. Don't say that. And if someone corrects me, I'll be like, oh, that's fine. But it's the intention behind what you're saying. And I'm like, hey, guys, how are you doing? Like, how is everybody? Like, genuinely. That I'm is asking. what matters. But the words do get lost in translation. I remember the first time I ever had this happen is, you know, like back in the 90s used to call stuff gay and it didn't oh, mean you were back in the 90s <laughs> <laughs> these two can't stop we can't I'm stop sorry, it's the funniest okay, joke but you know that like joke. it was a thing that was done and I was in gym class once and we were playing volleyball and Miss Herring who's clearly like a lesbian teacher which I guess occurred to me on some level but another like I wasn't thinking about it I said something was gay and she like pulled me aside and was like hey like, don't use this as a yeah, derogatory they're... term that was when it was really like we were tr- growing up to that yeah, yeah and I was yeah. like listen like I'm not like yeah. I didn't even think anything th- it's just like a word to me and she's like yeah but it seeps into our culture blah 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 and I was like all right, like I, I like I had never even yeah, thought yeah. of it, and that was my first kind of exposure to it, where I realized that like what you say can be offensive to other people, and yeah. you want to be somewhat mindful of that. But on another way, like I do remember my intent was not to you know use language that was offensive to someone, but also like the way it was being used was clearly not yeah. meant to yeah. be derogatory. But if, people yeah. don't want to be associated with like you're that oh that's something lame and instead of saying lame you're saying gay and then it's like no, okay I that's... get her I get her point. That's not that's not my my perspective on it. I didn't do it again there, but like I'm sure I said it after that amongst my friends where we weren't like labeling gay people like uh, yeah like the proof is that like we still say it sometimes i still say retarded sometimes no yeah, you yeah, do i do of course i do are you serious i think joey yeah. said it 60 times today <laughs> I know. yeah exactly <laughs> like i still say it like even publicly like i'm not because obviously i'm not referring to someone who is having like mental yeah. handicaps yeah. and like like it's uh, all like, context but that's what i mean it's it's contextual and it's the intent behind it and like the perspective you're bringing to it and if it's meant to like cause and it means harm. something yeah. it means yeah. like it means slow, and sometimes yeah. you do yeah. things that are slow. And, in that and to way. me, when I like, if you were looking at the subtitles of my life, when I say something's gay, it's spelled G H E Y, and it doesn't mean lame. It just means like theater kid energy. Yeah, like you <laughs> Which know is what I lame, mean. By the way. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It just might not be no, my yeah. cup of tea, but like, it's just like, whoa, that's like really yeah, dude, that's loud. Yeah. And, South Park know? had the best take on it with the uh, motorcyclist. Oh my god! He calls them. Oh. <laughs> What is he called? F A G G O D S. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I just think like it's it's you got to take all of that into account, and I guess most people don't have like a you know a pre understanding of how people are like meaning things, but you, I feel like you should be able to tell that for the most part. And but oh, no, I don't. No, say language is evolving as well. Yeah, so it's like at some point some people you might say that's really gay and i've said it and it's like 
you're almost on your toes as you're saying it, and then they bust out laughing, and you're like, oh, you yeah. think this is funny. You might say to another person, and they and I could totally tell, oh, they tensed up. I'm never, I'm not gonna say that. Again. It's like one of those words that it's kind of at a, a precipice of like. It's become more funny as it becomes more taboo. But, but that, but that's exactly. that's yeah. what is causing this evolution of language. That like you have you have one side of people that is like we're trying to fucking just yeah. revolutionize the way we talk, and yeah. then there's another group of people who are holding on to the most extreme words we can. Yeah, yeah. And like we're just doing this tug of war yeah. with like, okay, what are these things going to mean? Are we going to be allowed to say them? Totally. And it's like. The harder one side fights for something, the 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 crazier, more extreme the response has been. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a lot of identity stuff. I guess is the main root of it. Is people, if you identify as something or align with something, you're necessarily going to probably come across something else that creates friction. Yeah, and it's like people are really identifying themselves as stuff now, and I guess. As an energy, I don't really understand that too much because it seems like a losing game. Like, I think I, all all four of us are on the yeah. same page with that. Oh, when the she her can... came thing out, she her they them. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't want to fucking not, be any yeah. part of this. I'm like, getting too old for this. Uh, shit. Not even she like I'm hurricane. getting too old for this shit. I'm just like, I don't <laughs> it is. want it's to. It's weapon. I don't want to be self-identifying yeah. as anything ever. I don't want to be like, this is who I am. This is the box that I exist in. This is what you can call me. I'm like. Is there a way that I can be like supportive, but also like, is there a transcending aspect? You're gonna of be, this? be like, I do drugs. I yeah. don't need pronouns. Yeah. I've yeah. done drugs before. Yeah. I don't feel like yeah. labeling myself as a particular thing at this yeah. moment. I mean, my favorite people are the people who like identify as cats now, and people like the Rogans That's of the what world I've get been so mad about yeah. it. I'm like, this is awesome. It's, it's gonna hilarious. be great. This is amazing. Like, this what is what where we should be going. We need more cat people. We need more cat people. Lots of cow people. Do you need the surgery to look like the cat? I'm sure many. Surgeries, oh, yeah. <laughs> injections, hair, hair implants on your face. We were just talking about that random sur- fucking surgery where you can change your eye color and you have to cut. I saw that only for brown people dies though. Oh really? Them. Yeah, because it takes away the melanin and then it's blue. No, Ooh. they put they actually put um an implant. It's an oh, implant, right. okay. so I they know. can do whatever color, whatever your color eye right, is. So you can right. put an implant. Like how on top far of do it? you have to identify with another eye color before it's like, all right, you should maybe be evaluated, like. How far do you like, oh, I need to have a blue eye or a brown, whatever. It's like. Also, there's contacts if you really need it. There's Instagram filters. It's also this, I will be happy when I get yeah. this very extreme surgery. And I just, I that makes me sad. Well, the, I will what be happy say? when things really interesting. Because Noah, very quickly in passing before, was just like, and I was crypto rich and I thought it would solve my problems and it didn't. And I it was like, not. that's something right there. Yeah. You know, like that's a lesson. uh I mean, I, I probably learned that lesson when I first made money, like at 25 years old. I was like, oh, whoa, I really, I have plenty of so money, much money and I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. didn't make a difference. It didn't make a fucking difference. It made some difference. You do get to a point where you just start to pay for convenience, which is like a very like there's thresholds of where you get and like that was definitely something I noticed. But ultimately, it doesn't solve any of your problems. It may even exacerbate them because you seemingly have your solution. eye color. Yeah, or you know, maybe like, it is. I don't know. I don't know what people want about. Like, I know that any like cosmetic surgery, I would get. Like, I would get my hair done. I'll probably yeah, yeah, yeah. get my hair yeah. done. Yeah, but I know why I'm getting that, and it's genuinely not to be more attractive to other people. It's because I like my hair. Yeah, I, man. I like it. I am accustomed to it and want to have it a certain way. That's all it is. And I think like, yeah, there's a line there subjectively, like where that it is for you. But if you start 
trying to fit yourself into a box for like the outside world, you're probably never going to be fully satisfied. Um, yeah, it's this period. Cr- crossover between like self-expression and fitting into someone else's ideals. And you just like you want to support self-expression without with saying you're beautiful the way you are. But yeah. you can self-express however you want and whatever you need to feel. Well, it's not that. only expression, it's acceptance. That's really That's what I was bo- just going to yeah, say. Yeah, it's like it's self-acceptance of it. And like there is a blurred line because you, we are kind of talking in generalities and when you like get down to the nitty-gritty, it's like I like a little story. I, I knew this person who they had to get like an uh for something for their nose so it would like work better. And they were like, "Oh, while we're in there, we can well, also do a new no we're going to break your nose. So why don't we just do a surgery?" I know people have done that. Yeah. yeah, and his mom had had a surgery, so he's like, "Yeah, you know, whatever." And to be honest, he looked like the surgery is great. You can't notice. And he looks a lot better. Yeah. Like, so at the end of the day, like uh, you, you are getting a benefit. It's like, who's to say if that's right or wrong? They were going to break his nose. Uh, anyway. We're also like it. in this universe that you make more money, the more yeah. beautiful or confident you are. You know, I think those two factors are a huge factor in your ability to ask for a raise or whatever it is. So you're just playing the game and you're yeah. like, okay, if my lips were a little better, but then they go to a doctor and they're like, well, we could fix this. And then it's like a bottomless pit of changes. Yeah, that That's just the medical yeah. industry, even yeah. not the, the cosmetic aspect of it. It's just such a specialized, like tunnel vision way of looking at people yeah. because it's, it's literally broken down by like body part or system. Yeah. And like, and so that's, Career. it gets a little modular and doesn't really work out the way people holistically intended it to yeah. be. But I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's probably just as I think it's like a lot of things. The things that are stigmatized the most or we naturally kind of are like, hmm, I don't know. Like there are people who are able to do this stuff completely successfully, have doing it with the right intentions. It works for them. It is a solution. It does scratch the itch that they wanted it to. Whether that's money or plastic surgery, like I wouldn't deny that. It's not always a pitfall. It's just if that's going to be the thing, shit doesn't work like that. This shit will not solve your insecurities. It will not solve your ability to, you know, function well in society or accomplish your goals or be responsible or whatever it is. That that's not how anything works. There's Mm. nothing that you can do to really do that except work on yourself. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the money shit was crazy. I mean, because it was just so ludicrous at the same time of being so real. You texted like, me one day and you're like, I'm a billionaire. And I'm like, No, awesome. I wasn't a billionaire. I was a millionaire. <laughs> I, my peak was like 1.7, 1.8 million I had like in like money that was like pull outable. Um, and it was just wild. Like, you know, we literally took a private jet to the Bahamas. Like I took the whole family down there. That, by the way, I've said this before. <laughs> next time I do that, sell that. That's the top. 100% yeah. the top. When I'm taking private jets places, Definitely is the point to cash we'll just out. Text you sell, sell, just sell. Get the <laughs> fuck out. There's no reason to be doing any of this. This is literally you're lucky. What you about know. when you were at um you were at the penthouse? Oh, some that was hotel. Like, by the way, that was like the fourth or fifth hotel we had. And that was at. like we were already on the downcline. You were talking to a friend, and she's you're, like, "I lost knew, all this money." Oh yeah, I, I, I like it's over. It's over, but I'm having a last hurrah in the penthouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. It, I still was making money at that point, but not as good as the hotel before that, where we were really making money. Um, yeah, I mean, it was wild and it was really fun and it was like like it was like a special cool experience, but it wasn't solving any like issues in my life in terms of like the real shit I had to deal with, like, you know, real like 
you know, the fatherhood and like, you know, responsibilities and forgiveness and all of these like major issues that, you know, people have to deal with in life that money wasn't touching those things. It had no relationship seemingly to any of that. And I could see how it could even be something that would like blind you potentially to even being able to deal with that. Cause you could just endlessly distract yeah. yourself. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it's just, although that being said, like I'm so looking forward to when the shit rages up again More and money, that no happens. No. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it will, and, like, it's just a function of this weird reality where that's kind of just, like, how stuff works at this point. But, yeah, it doesn't solve any of your deep yeah. issues. Unless, like, you know, and I do remember, like, the crushing blow of not having enough money. And I actually, like, you know, now, like, when that feels like it's an impending thing, I just kind of, like, I'm like, oh, that part of the game. Like, it's, like, the game <laughs> yeah. where it contracts. I get it. You know it. how to ride that wave now. I do. And, like, the the truth is, is, like, there's so much money like what people think of their inevitable doom in the money sense rarely is like mm. you've probably not explored like a tenth of your options oh, in yeah, terms yeah. of like how to like you could be a consultant for people on this alone man yeah. like holy it's nuts. shit the way like, you approach finances is just like because it's none psychedelic it's, dude yeah it is. because it's not <laughs> it, it, and this is the truth is is like a lot of these really 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 rich people don't approach it dissimilarly because they understand that it's like there's parameters to a game that the emotional impact of like what it means to not make a lot of money or have debt does something to most people where they can't use it effectively. Yeah. Whereas if you see it kind of like, oh, like well, it's a pretty game. sure this is going to work out. And like now this is the time where I just take a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like you do pay stuff back. Every loan I've ever taken out and pay, I've paid it off. I'm mm. just, I pay, but I just go, okay, like, listen, if I'm going to take out $50,000 and they're going to charge me $4,000 for doing that. And I can pay that over three years and I have to pay this much a month. And this is the amount extra I'm paying. I'm like, what can I do with that money in those three years? If I can make more mm. than this amount that I'm paying back, then I can justify doing this. And it's not like this crazy thing where mm. I'm taking money out and I owe all this money and I'm paying interest and like it's blowing mm. my mind. Like it doesn't even have to be like that. So that's just, I learned that a couple years ago. Because sometimes you just got to make moves. Like you just yeah. have to make mm. moves, and like you shouldn't feel restricted by something like money. Everyone that's rich made a move at some point that probably put them in debt. Definitely put yeah. them in debt. I don't yeah. know if anyone, even the rich people, even mm. like the nepotism babies, like they still had to do some shit that like put someone or people they knew out of money to yeah. get something going. Yeah, 100%. Like, mm -hmm. So it's just how it works. It's it, cool. I was gonna say even like uh, like anybody who's really gonna like even if you if you work a job outside of a conventional job like a career, the money that's put into the business is the money that you have to put up front for yourself if you're gonna work for yourself. Like the money that you know the bathrooms, the everything, the place that you work, the computer, all this stuff is an investment into you. While the company gets this much back, and it's the same thing. It's like you know mm. if you're gonna work for yourself, you gotta take risks. Really, I guess is like and also I, oh, yeah. No, I, I, I hate taking telling people I like, you know, for readings and stuff like it'll be clear that like there is some risk taking element that's involved. But just, you know, it's hard to tell people because everyone I, I know people who have done exactly what I've done and the weight of the debt and the decisions they made crushed them yeah. Yeah. and impacted their lives negatively. So it's not like it doesn't happen because it was an emotional. Thing it's a lot them. to take on. It's a lot to roll with of like, yeah, the crushing responsibility of debt or what's going to happen. Like I, it's like. 
it's like taking an edible all the time. You're like, yeah. wow, there's something I need to contend with just yeah. to have like a normal thought. But the thing, yeah, here's the truth. Yeah. Think of it like this. Like here's <laughs> here's the strategy with debt. Like I'm trying to go as long as possible without taking out another loan to when I think the market that I'm interested in, which is crypto, will start to go up again. So I'm trying to wait to the point where I go, okay, I'm now ready to borrow more money to pay off the money that I borrowed or that I have regular expenses for or whatever it is. And it's not like totally out of whack. I'm in a better situation than I was two years ago. It's true. But at that point, you just start borrowing the money and saying, hey, I'm not going to take all this money and throw it on a parlay into the fucking like sports betting, but I'm going to start making an educated guess that this is going to be worth more mm. before the time I have to pay this off and the other stuff off. And at that point, it doesn't become like a wait so much. It's just like how stoic can you be? How You're getting off on it. There's like this gambling thing of like – It's not gambling though. It like, is, I mean it, it is – what do you mean it's not gambling? It's not because here's the thing. If it was gambling, you wouldn't predictably be able to do it over and over again. And at least in my life, it related to not just crypto, but just like, it's not even just crypto. I remember when my consulting business was like booming and I was making like six figures doing that. It was totally irrespective of crypto. You go through these periods where money flows to you in a degree of flow and ease. And then there's the contraction times. Like mm -hmm. everyone has this regardless of your level of wealth. It's a proportional to like what your comfort levels are mm -hmm. of wealth. Yeah, I'm sure there's a point where it doesn't really matter, but most people, what they do, if they have $100 million, if they have $500 million, they start buying properties and things with big upkeep. So it's not like, mm. oh, well, I live in this place that only costs $5,000 to like run my life. It's like, no, you probably cost you like $50,000 a month. So you need to make this much. So you, it's, it's not – this stuff predictably goes up and down, and I don't just mean the financial markets. I mean your luck or your oh, flow yeah. with I money. I feel it. This year I'm like – well, we need Mayor being like, yo, you were going to have a restricted year anyway. Wait till it's next a year. year. We're like, yeah. all right, it cool. It's a breath <laughs> for us and it's helped our I'll try soul. to be zen about it and try, and to you do accept the, it. Yeah. The, try to do the work now without judgment to lead me to the more expansive year. Not like the expansive year is going to show up on my doorstep without me doing the work. It's like, no, you're in a time of restriction. So you're going to work harder to make yourself so when that time of openness comes, you're ready to pounce, I guess. Yeah. And like you will be and it will come that's the whole thing you just have to remember that's why i mean it seems like gambling or like it's actually just looking at how things have worked and work in the future like and being like okay it, it's probably gonna happen again and you just have to play that game correctly to like not completely and even if you did lose everything like what does that even look like really for most people i'm not saying if your family has money or you can get a safety net or anything what you file for bankruptcy Mm -hmm. well, yeah, then no, what? some people like don't have the familial support you don't need it though that's my point like what happens you max out your credit cards you take on as much as you can get you take out loans you do whatever and you can't pay any of it you didn't make any fucking money you either lived the life that was worth living then or you just blew it all or whatever it is then what you no family support what happens you file for bankruptcy big deal no one killing you yeah, no, I think mm. there was a period, especially when we were doing psychedelics a lot, that I was like, oh, the path is to be without possessions. Sure. Like the um, To need less. To yeah. need less. Like that is that is the trajectory of the human experience, whether you do it in this lifetime or the next lifetime or whatever it is, is to be free of wanting and needing. And life will either put you in that position or you will go to so such extremes that you have to learn those lessons. And it just feels like, 
yeah, there's certain like zenness that happens when you kind of like accept that there might be a spiritual benefit. Like this seems ridiculous, but to um, the like the crazy road of life and where it takes you and what happens with it. I'd rather be living it to the fullest than scared, I guess. And so that with that, I think that I'm a gambler. Like I feel like I'm gambling every day. Well, I think the thing with uh, when you see like Noah as as gambling, like your perspective is Noah's gambling in a casino. His perspective is he is the house. He is the casino. And the casino's never sitting there sweating bullets like, oh God, we just lost four hands in a row. They know you they might, have the you edge. You might be yeah. like, wow, this guy's on a hot streak and he might be down. But ultimately like- You know who has the edge here. You're sure of the destination, even if you don't know exactly what it is, but you're sure of like the qualitative feeling of what you're doing before you do the things. And you really do have to be like, believing in that and it may be challenged and it may be like you know you have to deal with some stuff that really like you have to question what you're doing at times that's i'm not saying that that you're omitted from that process but you do have to have that kind of like certainty that this isn't reckless in the sense and it may feel very reckless at times like, i wouldn't be lying like <coughs> i think you also have a knowledge that like maybe a lot of people get into the space might not have I mean, yet that's you know? definitely I, I can't deny that i think community has been a huge part of it too but like yeah, I, all of these firms blowing up, FTX, all of these other Luna stuff, all of the crashes, I've never got caught in any of that. And it's not luck. It's like you just learn yeah. certain things if you're going to be in this space. I also just trust it fundamentally more than like the stock market and other things. I don't know who's doing what there. I kind of know and assume most things in crypto are like – scam or just above the level of scam where like they actually believe they're going to maybe do something with their chain or i don't know is. if it's the like we knew people who had a luna was the name of their bitcoin yeah. or whatever their coin and they went to south korea knew exactly what they were doing got like a bunch of fomo people to invest and then like just spent it on parties and a, a, a penthouse in um a coin crash and they were like cool later yeah yeah just closed anything up shop you, literally anything... gave everything away yeah yeah, anything that's offering you 20% interest on the U.S. dollar is a scam. Yeah. It's literally that there simple. It's like, it's not complicated. But it's gonna, that's going to net certain people in who just can't help They're themselves. Ponzi's. Yeah. I was last in a Ponzi a couple of weeks ago, and it was painful because there was a lockup, and so you got to watch <laughs> the money getting drained from the pool that you put it. I mean, like, you know what? It's a Ponzi. You win some, you lose <laughs> some. Like, it is what happens, and, like, it's... It, you have to determine where you are in the Ponzi. Like, are you one of the people who are early and understand things? Is this going to be a movement that galvanizes? And you sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong. Yeah. But I, I'm okay with that. I don't really have a problem. <laughs> You've been really rolling with it with Grace. It's very much impressed us, you know. Well, that, well it, it, what we're seeing. When it works. I mean, I've also haven't. I, we've know, seen you when you it's down. No, though, it, and you're it like, goes down. You just do what cool. you got to do. Like, it's all good. Like. That's when you maybe need to borrow money at the tail end of it. That's what I did last time. I borrowed money literally. My timing was very good. But for like a year straight, between the government giving us money, the SBA loans, the fucking... PPP. PPP. The SBA loans, bullshit though. The IEDL. Got to pay that shit back. Shit's a fortune. We know. What the fuck? Oh yeah, no, I, I, I didn't. I was like, oh, they're like one percent. That's a really good compounded. She yeah, but it's like wild. I'm like, I just bought a thirty thousand dollar car on top of this fifty grand that I have to pay back. Yep, I had to pay back sixty seven thousand. I haven't signed up for the portal yet, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna be like three hundred a month. 
I'm going to look into like how to like, I, I think there's going to be enough people who are like, you gave this to us in an emergency and now you're basically fleecing us. But I think what this was intended to do, my, my premise on it the whole time was that this is just a way for the government to say, hey, look, we're balancing our books by charging such exorbitant interest on X billions of dollars. So we're going to make it back. So when they say, hey, look, we balanced the budget for 2026 or whatever, yeah. 30 years from now when it's all paid back, we'll have made so much. But I don't think people are going to be able to pay it back. So I'm just kind of like, you know, it'll be hard watching and waiting to see yeah. what needs to be ha- happen there. But the EIDL sucked. The PPPs were amazing. When they tell you this shit too, I like now that I'm in this place of buying cars and taking out loans and whatever it is. I'm like, the interest is yeah. insane because yeah, it compounds. And the interest on a house, like if you buy a house, your house, or even. I mean, I'm learning about it through what people are talking about. They pay back their full student loans, but still owe another hundred grand, even though they because they paid it back, but they have to keep. Yeah, you got to pay back stuff early if you can. Um, I paid off a lot of debt when crypto went up. Mm. I also I didn't pay all of it though. But I again, like I do think it's a healthy thing to have. Like it is good to have to pay money for stuff regularly. Yeah. It teaches you something about the flow of it, which I think is important. But. Yeah, I don't know about the SBA, the EIDL stuff. I think a lot of people are probably going to be like, I cannot do this and see what it leads to. We'll lead the way on that. Yeah, I think a lot of people will, is my point. Like, yeah. it literally was given as a disaster loan. Like, yeah. you're creating the disaster. You're just kicking the account down the road and yeah. charging people interest. You can pay it off early with no penalty, but, come you know, on, who's I'm not that? giving them my money. Fuck it. But, the, I mean, the the whole thing is, like, I feel like if you're really uh, doing it as an adult, you're surfing the seas of consequence in some area, you know? Like, we do it with what we do with documentaries. That's just, like, apply all of the expertise that we have in that field and all the playfulness we apply to it. He does that with money. Well, that's why I have to caveat everything, because I think of it as, like, oh, my God. And I'm like, but you know this world in a way that I just couldn't grasp i just don't take it that seriously that's that's what it's all that same thing we do with documentary and it's why people are drawn to her there's a certain charm to our thing and it's i think it's why it it endures is because we're not taking it that seriously ultimately i don't it's you might at some points you might really respect part of the craft and like you're really doing it the right way and caring about it but you know like there's it's not worth it it's not worth it it's just a big thing for most people because we are implanted in like a pretty capitalist worker dependent society which i don't even know how bad or wrong it is we'll see with the ai with the you know universal basic income shit that's sure to come and cbdc's digital dollars i have no idea how this is gonna look but Mm -hmm. i think most people are looking for a a certain quality of life and standard of life and then at least the illusion of something better yeah people do seem to rely on the notion that there's something more mm. that they're meant to experience which i think is partially true Keeps depending on going. your perspective mm. but also like you know this when you take psychedelics or whatever and you have those realizations you're like oh it is like it's already perfect like i don't have to do or add anything to this to have the experience of this being perfect so i don't know i mean i mean it's hard to figure out systems that how they would work so much better than what we have but i know the money component of it is like that should just be looked at at best as like a resource in a video game and go and farm it if you need to go and fucking do the quests that get you the things and you sell the stuff and whatever like if that's how you have to do it that's how you have to do it but you know well we're heavily invested in 
S drugs or whatever. No, I'm just kidding. But we are a little invested in drugs. I'm invested in Kokomo. I mean, like, no, oh, Noah's, Noah's coin. coin. Yeah. Uh, oh, you get, you have sync tokens then. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Someone you know helped me. us buy it. <laughs> I got sync tokens. <laughs> they they <laughs> switched your drugs out for sync tokens? Have you done that? <laughs> no, no, I haven't done that. You need to do that soon because you're not going to be able to do it after this year. You right. Basically, Wait, you'll have a, you have a whole bunch of AVAX <laughs> no, coming your way. Oh, great. You switch these over, over to sync tokens. It's in the Discord. You got me into all these weird coins like Pangolin and whatever <laughs> that I'm like, I don't even know how I bought this. I don't know how to get it back. <laughs> it's not showing up in my fucking you wallet. Get well, it's there. It's on AVAX. The sync tokens actually is one of the rare projects that has actually made people money because what happened was is um wait drugs is dead drugs is turned into sync it's literally yeah, it's a, a one so why do exchange. i have to do it because if you have sync tokens you're eligible to receive the yield we make from the money it's all still there okay i was like very lucky a couple of times where i made moves with the treasury where i was like hey guys i'm thinking of moving it here because it seems like a good idea and I avoided catastrophes like multiple times by switching into dollars. So we ended up with like at any given point between thirty and sixty thousand dollars just like communally available. So we're using that to farm on protocols for like decent enough interest where we're getting a return every month and then that is split up and if you hold the tokens, you get the money distributed as AVAX. So switch it. Just to hold the remind me to switch it. I won't. Yeah. Yeah. The sync tokens are what you really need. It's That's on the Discord. What you need. It's, it's on the Discord. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's on the Discord. Thank God it's we came up here. What the hell? Send well, the sync tokens the will make you rich. I mean, the truth is, is that <coughs> that tokens will make you rich. is one of the few treasuries I know that wasn't wiped out. Like we actually, and all it is is me just asking people, being like, "Hey, I think we should take this money and move it here. I feel like this is not the." And at least there's at least the degree of transparency, which mm-hmm. I think what most people don't have with a lot of this stuff. So yeah, yeah, definitely, token. definitely get the sync going token. sync tokens. <laughs> no, but you can't buy them anyway. You can only exchange drugs tokens for them. Oh, so, so that's good then. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have, you have sure. This is all like I like. We, no, I, it's basically, fine. I had one crazy long phone call with Noah, and he like told me what to buy, and I like haven't even looked at that anything since. It's I'm like, fine. Okay. The, the, Most of that stuff is probably ninety percent down. I would think. Yeah. No. I. Cash just wanted to have the conversation she normally has with Noah after the podcast on it. So <laughs> no, here we like, are. Sorry. <laughs> She's like, wait, we have SBA no, sync yeah, token drugs. You, you switch it to Apex Twin. Token. Yeah, Apex yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Then you'll yeah. be okay. And then then you're good. <laughs> then you're good. No, right. I mean, it's a wild world out there. The truth is, is all the stuff, not all the stuff, but a lot of the stuff goes back up. Even the shit that I thought had no chance of going up from like 2018 to 2021 went up. It's just, it's just a wild pool of like money and people's like hopes and dreams and <laughs> ideas. That's really all it is. Like it, it's not even more complicated so than what like companies are. A lot of karmic are. weight yeah. in that treasury. <laughs> you got a lot. <laughs> it's like, in you know, token there's a lot of hopes. There's hopes and dreams. <laughs> but what I'm saying is is the reason it works for most people, at least that one is because we ask people to switch over to this stuff. We're like, listen, yeah. we're pulling the hopes of any liquidity that people are going to add and trade on this. We're not going to be able to make this DEX. Like, it's not working out. We worked with the debt for three months. It didn't do what we wanted it to do. We're like, here's what we can do. We can take this money. We can put it in stuff to make us more money. And then every month, whatever money we make from that, will distribute to anyone who says, okay, this is something I want to continue doing. You can sell it before then. You can take your money out what it's worth. I like riding the high of this uh, whatever I, Noah's up to. I like yeah. it too because I'm, in. I'm I, all in. I have a feeling like this I think we'll at least have 
25 to like $45,000 the next time the market starts to go up. Yeah. I feel like we could probably do some damage with I'm, that. I'm just fucking with you because anytime you told me to invest, I've made money. So um, yeah. yeah, I trust it does, you. It does. And this was a good experiment because this was creating our own token. It was when most people had um, like most of the people had either made money in crypto, like the biggest holders were like already people had made money in the scene. So it wasn't like they were like putting in their family's money and like totally broke after that. So like it was a fun program, like system where we created a coin, we were going to make a DEX, a place where we could exchange things. We we're going to allow you to farm it. And luckily it didn't work out like that. Cause I think that would have crashed and burned. And a lot of people, like pretty much everyone lost money it turned into something where it's kind of like a DAO where like mm -hmm. we ask people's opinions on what would you like to do with this lump of money? And like, this is how we'll distribute it. And so far it's like still one of the few things that's like active month to month and still makes people's money, which is cool. And like, that's what I'm saying. You guys yeah. should do it because you literally will have money waiting for you that you didn't know you had, um, depending on how much you put in, it literally will just be there. It'll send back an AVAX, but it's at the current price. So it's not like we need this money. Yeah. 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 Show me the money. Hey, if, me. if anyone has listened this deep, you really love us. Yeah. And we do need this money for our new movie we're trying. If anyone wants to be please. an executive producer, the way Noah saved yeah, the day. Yeah. Noah saved the day for our last movie. Yeah. We need someone else to come to the table with 10 G's and be executive producer on our new please. movie. Shoot us a fucking call if you have yeah. 10 G's. I mean, that's pocket you. change for some people. If you're one of those people, uh, we could use it right now Appreciate to finish that. this thing. Yeah. But um, Noah, what do you got going on? You're doing your podcast again. Podcast again. We got the Patreon. We got the readings. It's pretty, it's good. Like I'm getting back into finally like a creative groove. Since I got back in September, started the podcast again. That's going really Synchronicity. well. Synchronicity. Yeah, it's good to feel, like, energized enough to, like, do it and, yeah. like, actually, like, want to be doing it. And the feedback has been good. We got the sponsors back. Just, like, the coolest yeah. guys. And, um, yeah, it, that's that's basically all. And I'm just going to be making a shitload of music. That's, that's really the plan for the next. We're about to collaborate. Yeah. I'm down. We're like, seriously. To do like, I'm very, very, like, this is my priority now. I've really, like, spent a lot of time and effort, like, building something that, like, I'm proud of and can use, like, be in a nice creative space mm. and i got it so it's fucking rad man yeah. right and uh joey joey lips uh just hit me up if you're around tampa bay i'll show you a good comedy night whoop whoop look for him on um grinder i think grinder grinder he'll send you some gay boy yeah poetry gay boy poems jewish ectomorph yeah. right wing comedian unite <laughs> uh, and join us uh, there, there's tons more on our Patreon it's the best Patreon in the business it's pretty good I'm a, I'm a member of the Patreon yep. appreciate that yep. yours is really yep. good too Noah uh, there's nice. a new episode of Boys Club Boys on there Club. that's red hot yeah, so uh, patreon.com slash church of chill thanks for joining us peace love and magic peace